Monday here at the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, joined by Jeremiah Like. The Bible. It's biblical. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. You know I love a Monday. Really? Yes, because Monday always feels like it's a good day for good news. Oh, interesting. Okay. I feel like I usually get good news on Mondays. I'm a channel that energy going into the week. I don't know <laughs> if that's been true for me, but I'll take on that mantle. What'd you do this weekend? Um, this weekend, I thought I filed my taxes, but apparently I didn't file my taxes. What do you? Because you know, like a code to e-file, and they were like, you have the wrong code. Oh, no. They were like, what's the code from last year? I don't know the five-digit code I made up I last year. <laughs> so I'm like, been trying to figure that out. Mm. Um, adulting. That's some strong adulting right something. there. I'm like, it's like the house, find an apartment, taxes. I'm like, at this point. Have we manifested an apartment yet? We're close. I found we're closer. We're like we're at top two right now. Ooh, okay. So once I do more due diligence, I'm like, okay, this is the one. Okay, we like it. Like, yeah, but that's interesting because that means that you don't feel like it's gonna get snatched out from under you. No, I mean in my head, I'm like the one. What's for you is for you. Because sometimes you could jump too soon. It's like, oh, that one, the one. I was gonna say, don't get too comfortable with that though, because they will get. Because someone else is also saying, what's for me is for (laughs) me. Oh. But I've been watching a, like a hawk in the sky at night. Oh, oh. <laughs> All right. I hear that. How was your weekend? I attempted to rest this weekend. Didn't really pop off mm. like that. It wasn't like it wasn't restful, but I mean, it just wasn't as like lounge worthy as I would have liked. I can see that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I went to dinner with a high school friend and her husband and uh, she's married to a white guy <laughs> and he is a co-conspirator, honey. Okay. Like, it that could have went real in. No, no, no. It went very like, okay, power to the people. Like, uh, so, you know, she did, she did a good job. She And literally at the dinner, she was like, y'all know I did not expect to marry no white man. <laughs> we were like, I feel like it's a lot of that going on these days. A lot of like black women who are like, I had how did no I end way. up here? Yeah. Nobody's supposed <laughs> to be here mindset. But I think ultimately... You know, we are in a time that is rapidly becoming much more revolutionary. Mm-hmm. And we just have seen with people like Clarence Thomas and like, um, you know, Kunifa. Uh, Owens. <laughs> correct. <laughs> like all skinfolk and kinfolk. Right, right, right. So, you know, and it's the same with the brights. I And I did tell him at the table, I said, I just want you to know, I... I consider every white person racist until further notice. It's just the safest way to go. That's and true. he was like, that makes a lot of sense. You got to. <laughs> Better safe than sorry. And uh, that was our kind of the subject of our PSA last week. And we actually talked about that a little bit uh, this week because we're going to get into the fact that Raphael Shooter uh, is his the grandfather was racist. <laughs> it was confirmed. Yeah. So going to this hour on Black Red News, Raphael Shooter apparently had a news night of Fox News, Amanda. No surprise there. Also, there's a judge that ordered the arrest of Antonio Brown for child support. He ain't paid. Listen. And also we're headed to the group check to find out, do all your friends need to be all-in-one friends? Mm. We'll talk about that later. 
in the show. We will. And we also have Smart Funny and Black live coming up in Los Angeles on May 18th. It's my live comedy variety game show. You got Jaleel White versus Wayne Brady on this show. So get your tickets at amandaseals.com. We are also planning a free Smart Funny and Black show in Nashville in partnership with the National African American Music Museum during their weekend of Juneteenth festivities. So we'll give you more information about that when it gets closer to. But in the meantime, in between time, support a sister. Get your tickets to Smart Funny and Black Los Angeles for May 18th. This is uh, at amandaseals.com. All right, when we get back, we got Black and Red News and everything else that we do right here because you can listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Here at the Amanda Seals Show, it's Amanda Seals joining Jeremiah like the Bible to get you into some black urine news. Pop it off. Yeah, so the grandson of a man who shot the 16-year-old Ralph Yarl in Kansas City yes. actually said his grandpa was racist. Mm-hmm. Here's the audio mm-hmm. of that. Your reaction when you heard that your grandfather shot Ralph Yarl for ringing his doorbell? My, myself and my family stand with Ralph Yarl and seeking justice. Why are you speaking out and apparently against your grandfather? He had to know his grandbaby with the cornrows was definitely going to speak out against him. Uh, it's the right thing to do. Um, this country happens over and over again where people get away with killing unarmed innocent black people. Uh, people need to speak out and not make any excuses for this kind of behavior and this uh, violence. Do you believe your grandfather is racist? Uh, I believe he holds, holds racist tendencies. I just uh, I feel like a lot of people of that generation are caught up in this uh, 24-hour news cycle of fear and paranoia. I sit and watch uh, Fox News all day, every day, blaring in his living room. And I think that stuff really kind of reinforces this negative view of, of minority groups and reinforces and galvanizes racist people. He was a huge Trump supporter and between that and then the, the galvanizing that people have been feeling lately with the politicians and ideologues co-signing domestic terrorism and even pardoning people who murder other people for differing political beliefs, uh, I feel like all that stuff has really radicalized them a little bit. You think? Well, listen, the Fox News thing we all know is a real, real thing. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. literally just got sued for 787 point something million dollars for being liars. Right. But we wanted to put together some of Fox News's biggest lies just to reinforce the reality that this is an actual conspiracy to corrupt America network. <laughs> That's what it is. Like, no, I'm with you. I'm with when you. you're saying things like this, give me the first one. So Tucker Carson said... The replacement theory, you remember that, where he was saying, like, white people are being replaced by black people, minorities. We're coming to replace them. Also, last week, we talked about him calling MLK. We're well, not calling him, but saying MLK spoke like a sharecropper, i.e. slave. That was kind of crazy. Yeah, you know what that is? That's crazy! Yeah, yeah. Also, Bill O'Reilly. Remember he said, slavery isn't bad because they were all fed. And also, they had decent lives provided by the government. Mm-hmm. The government That's Mm-hmm. That enslaved them. Also, Tucker Carlson, he had to say about Black Lives Matter rallies. Remember that when they come for you at this rate, they will. Anyone who has ever been subjected to the rage of a mob knows that feeling. It's like being swarmed by harnets. Bro, he's literally calling the protesters calling for Black Lives Matter and police brutality to end. Mm-hmm. A mob that is going to come swarm you? That's crazy! I want to say this one. Okay, go ahead. This is my favorite. Megyn Kelly (laughs) was on a rampage about Black Santa Mm -hmm. 
talking about how dare, I mean, I don't know what she feels about black Ariel and black uh, Tinkerbell, oh. but she was like, how dare we make a black Santa? What are we going to do? Make a black Jesus? Jesus was white. Hate to break it to you, Mags. Mm-hmm. But the real reality is there are no white people in the Bible. Man, I want to hear that part. None. Not a Viking in sight. Nah. It's just what it is. Yeah. But, you know, if you're an old person, right, like and you're sitting at home and this is all that you're being told all the time, it's hypnotic. Especially if you come from the generation where news was real news. Right. So you're like, oh, it's Fox News. They have it's to facts. tell the truth. But not realizing that we're in such an, in an era of like editorialization yeah. of everything. Or just blatant lies in this case. Like, we just out here lying for views and money. (laughs) And all the other reasons that people lie for that are not positive. Right. So I think that this is a real thing. And it doesn't in any way take away the reality that this man should be paying the consequences for harming this child. You're going to jail. That's the only way that it should end. All right. We got more Black Hero News, though, because that has not ended. Uh, What do we got coming up next? Coming up next, the judge ordered the arrest of Antonio Brown for allegedly unpaying his child support. That's coming up next on The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What's good, y'all? This is The Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and I was the recipient of child support for the duration of my first 18 years. Actually, for 10 of the 18 years I was on this planet uh, because my... Father is trash. And uh, my mom, even though she really didn't want to have to involve the state, was like, I got to do it because you out here being a whole doctor and not wanting to contribute to this child. Dang. Well, a judge was definitely called in for this case. So a Florida (laughs) judge has reportedly ordered Antonio Brown to be arrested, allegedly over unpaid child support payments to his ex-girlfriend. It's reported that Brown could be released from custody once arrested if he agrees to pay $30,000, which would be put towards the alleged unpaid child support. How does this end up happening? I think some people just don't want to be like, um, when I fight against the man, the system, I ain't paying them folks. I ain't doing this. Okay, but is this a situation? Because I don't know anything about the BM, but have we seen any indications that she did this as like a retaliation? Or is it more so like, I really just want the man to be responsible for the child he fathered? I haven't seen anything about retaliation, but I do think that's a common theme yes. in the community. Some people feel like women weaponize Absolutely. the courts against them, against men. Um, and so a lot of times though, too, men just ain't stepping up to the plate. So now we got to call the men, call the folks. We got to do it. You know, I've seen so many instances on both sides, right? Where it'll be a woman like, hey, you made this child right. and there needs to be rest. Like there needs to be actual funding mm-hmm. because babies is expensive mm-hmm. and uh, people need help. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you lay down with somebody and you're not responsible, that doesn't mean that you don't have to be accountable and responsible right. for we the repercussion. Carry that L now. Not that the baby's an L. No. <laughs> the- well, you got to carry the burden. Right. You got to shoulder the burden. And I hate that when we have, I hate when we have to involve the state, Mm -hmm. you know, like as black folks, anytime we got to involve the system in our business, it just feels like a fail. So both parties should be trying their hardest. Right. There are a lot of people who try to like, you know, obviously have arrangements outside of the court system. Like, okay, like you just pay them this much for the month or whatever. Or have like, even when it comes to like custody. Yeah, I was going to say, co-parenting. They're like, okay, we'll do it. You have this day, I have this week. And it's like real. Adult is what it is. It's real mature. The other folks, 
You got to drag them downtown. Well, there's also like the pawning, you know, there's also like the using the kid as a pawn, right? right. Like, oh, I don't want you to see your son because mm. I want you to be my man and you don't want to be my man, you know? Or like, let me see my son. But like, you just curse me out. Right. And you really don't want to see your son. You just want to like use this as like a moment. So that you could do an Instagram fatherhood yeah, photo. Yeah, yeah. And we can't allow that. Or be like, they ain't let me see my son. They ain't let me see my son. Okay, here's, here's your son. I don't want to come no more. <laughs> I can't listen to any of this. Thankfully, my father was no child support because he was at the house. But also, I don't have any kids to pay child support for. Right. Because um, this is too much. This is a lot of drama, Amanda Seals. Listen, I have dated dudes that have had insane baby mamas that like literally was like, I want you to die and go to jail. <laughs> And I've also been in situations where it's like, oh, we're both adults and we can co-parent and it's just us being grownups. Easy like Sunday morning. And I think that's the best at the end of the day for the baby, which is what matters the most. Or, you know, they got that contraception down at the CVS you can go use to prevent all this, actually. Well, there's Stay that. a step ahead. But once you got that key sweat going, you may not have time. <laughs> I want to change you. You sweat ain't changing no diapers or pants. <laughs> How deep is your love? All right. Well, let me know your thoughts on child support. one 855 8 That's one 262 I mean, have you been in a situation where you had to really like try your hardest not to put somebody on child support and they just pushed you to the limit? Did you not want to get the state involved? Or have you been in a scenario where you were like, I see no problem putting the state in the mix because that's just the way it goes and this is just how it's going to get cut? Give me a ring. I want to know. one 855 8 Right here. What do you got coming up next? I go, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> well, that's their Black Your News. But coming up, we're headed to the group chat. Yeah. And we're going to talk about do your friends need to be all in one friends, Amanda? That's coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Talk to me, baby. Talk to me, baby. Talk to me, baby. Hit those phones now. 24-7. Make sure you call us up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's group chat on the Amanda Seals Show. Hey, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, rocking out with... Jeremiah, like the Bible. Let's get in the group chat. Let's dive in. Yes. All right. So I was on the internet and I came across this TikTok from Jasmine Line. She was talking about friends and you need them to be all in one. So we go listen and give our thoughts on this. Okay. I separate my friends. Like there are some friends I can take them everywhere and anywhere. And there are some friends where I just call y'all when I want to go out, but I wouldn't bring y'all to Thanksgiving dinner around my family. And then there are people that I love wholeheartedly, but I just wouldn't travel with you. I can't. <laughs> That's an amazing quality that you have. I, I, no, for real. Because for me, I, for the life of me, I'm a all or nothing. If you're going to be my friend, you're going to be at my house. You're going to be the, who I call to travel with. You're going to be who. That's earned, though. I do well, have some friends that I do everything with. I don't know how to have a friend that I don't completely like. They're here for everything. I think what they're describing is the difference between friends and acquaintances. Okay. Interesting. You know, I think uh, the first young lady, when she was talking about, like, I have friends that I call on for everything that are like for they're like all purpose people. Uh And then there's other people that are like very specific. I think that's the friends is the former and the latter is the acquaintances. Okay, but in general, do you feel like the people you consider friends, not acquaintances, have to be all encompassing? Like you have to be able to travel with them. You have to be able to go to brunch with them, cry with them, go to church with them if you need to. Is that important for you? I mean, as an only child, I just feel like that's never been realistic. I right. feel like I ultimately have had friends who have different interests. Mm-hmm. You know, like I have some friends who like 
really love television the same way as I do. And then I have other friends who have the worst taste in television possible. So right, it's like, right. well, we're not going to be talking about TV together. Don't you know, watch, don't watch. we're not watching, don't watch it with them. <laughs> you know, like you have friends that really love to travel. You have friends that that's not really like their thing. You have friends that like to travel to certain kinds of places. I think ultimately it's just about for friend to me, friendship is about your connection. Right. Right. And I don't think that's necessarily people can be really good. People have great character and you really like them in your life, but that doesn't translate to, all parts of your lives. For instance, some people just aren't great to travel with. Like, you could love them to death. My They're mom. there for you. Don't come on a trip with me. My mom. <laughs> We're not doing it no more. <laughs> I can't take it. I, I, I don't want to do it. Many of friends have fallen, fallen out over a trip. Well, because you're not getting the just friend experience. Right. You're getting the full-time experience. <laughs> that part. <laughs> I don't need you... I don't need you to be with me full-time. I love you. When I call you, you there for me. You a shoulder to lean on. I get to go home and have time away from you. Well, I think we have to understand too. It's the same way that like there's people that you've dated that were like, we, that was, this is a whole conversation on the Instagrams. Like that was the, you know, the fun. <laughs> and then there's people that are like the real, like right. settle down person. Right. And that was the difference. Like mm-hmm. there was dudes that were really good to go out with or maybe to travel with, but like, Y'all ain't really going to be like having real conversations about real things. Like they're not really connected spiritually to the same things you're connected right, to, right. et cetera. So and that's okay. Yeah. I don't need you to be. That's why you the fun dude over here. But I think a lot of times with this whole friendship thing, it's like the internet just makes us over talk about stuff. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's trying to talk about all different types of things and get to the bottom of it, you know, and we got to we got hot takes, hot takes. What works for you works for you. That's true. That's the thing, though. People want what works for them to work for you. And when it doesn't, we got podcasts. (laughs) And also, let me just tell y'all, you get older and you got to, like, find time for your friends. Yeah. And that's the thing a lot of people don't understand. Like, you got to, like, make schedules. Like, me and my friend have a schedule call every every Sunday in the morning. She missed the call. So, guess what? You got to wait till next week. She got to wait till next week. Dang. I mean, I do have friends now that send me calendar invites. I'm like, oh, we in that phase of friendship. It's a new day. A calendar invite on Google? It's a new day. Well, you know what? Give us a call and let us know about your friendships. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Because maybe me and Jeremiah have a different point of view. And we'd love to hear from you. So hit us up. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. This is Jeremiah Like the Bible, and I'm joined by Amanda Seals. We love when you guys call us, give us your thoughts on the show, and you always stay connected with us. So we're going to kick this Monday off with the phone call. Hit us up at 1-855-262-6328 if you want to join. Hey, Amanda. This is Chris Beck from Hempstead, New York. And for today's Big Up, Big Up, I definitely have to give it to you and Jeremiah. Firstly, Jeremiah, congratulations on being a part of the show in your first two weeks. I think you're amazing. I think you bring an excellent, refreshing part to the show with Amanda. Keep doing your thing. Amanda, I just want to say big ups to you for just always being positive, always being enlightening, and just bringing so much flair to the community and awareness to the community. I feel like I benefit so much listening to your podcast each day. I wish you guys actually were syndicated. Your radio station was syndicated out here in New York so I could listen to you for the full four hours. But I definitely appreciate listening to you on the podcast and catching your small doses podcast as well. Have a great one, guys, and continue doing the best because you guys are the best. 
Have a great day. And that was your big up, big up for the day. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for giving us all that love. Yes. And just so you know, y'all, you can listen to the Amanda Seals show on the Amanda dot com in real time. So, you know, we are syndicated in uh, seven cities right now. We're going to get more. We're going we, we, we to keep we coming for you. We coming for you. We coming for you. And if you missed the Amanda Seals show, you can always catch up wherever you get your podcast at the Amanda Seals show. All right. So like where literally wherever you get your podcast, type in the Amanda Seals show and boom, we there. All right. So thank you again and remember you can do like shorty right there and give us a call 1-855-AMANDA-8 that's 1-855-262-6328 what do we got when we come back Jeremiah like the bible we got some black queer news Florida has a new death penalty Amanda God so we'll talk about can that. Florida just stop unfortunately no not this time oh. but we also have your big up let down coming up so stay tuned on the Amanda Seal show the Amanda Seal show we up we up we up Monday, April 24th, and today is apparently National Pigs in a Blanket Day. Ooh, I love a pig in a blanket. You know, when I think about, like, things that are, like, very American, I think of corn dogs, pigs in a blanket, and racism. I hate corn dogs and racism. (laughs) Two out of three. (laughs) Two out of three. Well, we love giving you all uh, some Black Hair News, but we also love going to the phone lines. Mm -hmm. So let's do that first. Hi, good morning here. I'm calling you from Cloudy, Schenectady, New York. Been listening to the show. Love you guys. But I have to say, I'm still in the midst of finishing up with Mr. Garfrey. I love him. Keep up the good work. Love you. Love to uh, Jeremiah and DJ Supreme. Bye. We love getting these calls right. where y'all be like, we love y'all, but whenever you say but, we both freeze like, but what? That's what happened. Shout out to comedian Godfrey who joined us last week here for uh, an interview and uh, for the record. You know, every Friday we try and have a fun day Friday and bring somebody on the show. And so Godfrey stopped through and gave us so much wisdom and knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Like he really spitting. He be spitting. He be spitting. And we about to be spitting some Black Hair News. But by the way, if you missed that episode, you can go to wherever you get your podcast. Type in The Amanda Seals Show and check out Godfrey's episode. All right. What do we got coming up next on the uh, on the show? Well, we got some Black Hair News coming up. So Florida has a new death penalty, which we'll talk about and break down. Also, Lizzo made a boast, a bold statement and brought out some drag queens to her Tennessee show. We love it. We'll talk about that. Plus the big up let down. All right, we got all that coming up. Remember, if you miss any of the show, again, you can go to wherever you get your podcast and type it in. Now it's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. I'm chilling here with Jeremiah, like the Bible. Let's head on down to Florida to get annoyed and frustrated with Black Hero News. Let's do it. So, Florida has just passed a new law that potentially expands the number of convicted criminals 
who can get the death penalty. So essentially what happened with this, Amanda, is that it allows a judge to impose the death sentence, even if up to four of the 12 jurors recommend against it. That makes it the strictest death penalty law in the country. It's really frightening to me that a state like Florida, which we see has just been passing bills unwieldy, right? It's just all willy nilly. Bills, bills, bills. They're playing with people's lives in that regard, Mm -hmm. but now taking it to the next step, which is capital punishment. Yeah. And there is a whole moral conversation and debate around capital punishment, right? Mm -hmm. Around the death penalty. I used to really be somebody who was like, well, I think there are times when we do need to inflict the death penalty. But over time, and I've talked to people who are really against the death penalty, I've come to change my tune on that. And at the end of the day, it's like, it's like two wrongs don't make a right. Right. But just to give you some context about how Florida has been operating. Okay. Deep breath. Florida voted to kidnap trans kids. Mm -hmm. So if a parent has a kid that is uh, living life as a trans kid or that is doing any like gender uh, affirming uh, treatment, Mm -hmm. they are allowed to take the child. This is also Texas does the same thing. Right. Uh, SB 254 is a bill that the Florida Senate voted on that allows them to remove those kids. Okay. There's the don't say gay bill, which has just now been extended to 12th grade. Right. Right. So now in all the grades of school, you can't say gay. Teachers can't say gay. Kids can't say gay. Ain't nobody gay. Nobody gay. Uh, But here's the T. Because I think what we need to understand is the context of things that Mm -hmm. these laws don't get passed in a silo, as you said. Right. Right. We see a law that says sex crimes are now punishable by death in the same breath where we see a criminalizing of drag queens as a sex crime. Mm-hmm. So you got to put that together with your, with your critical thinking and start to see that what they're actually trying to do is criminalize homosexuality. Right. They're just making it easier and easier and easier to do whatever they want in an extremist way. And this is all coming behind the person who's running for office he is going to run for president well that's no surprise it's actually all part of the quote-unquote master plan i'm sure well you know the 27 states that allowed the death penalty and all but three require a unanimous jury decision in favor of it alabama was voting to bring back lynching as a part of the death penalty Yes. Alabama was like, we're going to bring back the firing squad. And then there was a a lawmaker who was like, I'd also like to add on to your bill that we could bring back lynching. So, again, let's just remember to keep an eye out, because what I want you all to also know is that whenever these states pass these bills, other states literally copy and paste it and add it to theirs Mm -hmm. as well. So it's not just, oh, look at Florida. Florida just becomes a benchmark for somewhere right. else. And also right now it's gay people. Well. But you could like copy and paste and redact that and said minority or other group. You own a song, Amanda Sills. You own a something. Well, what are we on to with the next break? Coming up next, Lizzo. She went up, up against the Texas, I'm sorry, the Tennessee band for drag queens at her uh, latest show. Also, we have your big up letdown coming up next on the Amanda Seals show. The Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up. Happy Monday to everybody out there. This is the Amanda Seals show. I'm here with the... Jeremiah Like the Bible. Let's keep like your news going. We got some good news, finally. That's right. Lizzo performed in Knoxville, Tennessee Friday night and brought out drag queens on stage. We love it. 
And this is a little over a month after Tennessee's governor signed a bill which basically made public drag performances a crime. And this is the first state to pass a law like that, as you know. Yes. We love this. And, you know, I've seen people co- tweeting like, hey, where are all the country music stars to, like, be supportive of what's going on in Nashville? Let's well, talk about it. Come on now. I saw Sheryl Crow say, like, hey, where's everybody been at? And it's like, well, baby, where you been at? Like, this has been going on. Right. And y'all been quiet. Lizzo ain't even from there. Mm-mm. But you know what? That's a whole thing, too, by the way. When you go in places and you're like, I ain't even from here. Right. I'm going to just shake things up real quick. <laughs> and go home. I've been in a club before and the fight went off. And it was like, we we about to leave, though. <laughs> we ain't from here. <laughs> so. But I love that she did this. Obviously, Lizzo has a big platform. She is a beloved person by many people. So the yes. fact she took this opportunity to do something good. I love that. We love it. And the reality is, is that this is a practice that should be happening for all of our celebrities who mm-hmm. actually give a damn. I don't want y'all just giving a damn when you're talking to your friends. Do it when you're talking to your fans. Or on Instagram. Just to put your money where your mouth is. I, I'm just tired of the cat memes. <laughs> like, okay, two out of five, you know, but like, let's, let's, let's do something more with this time. All right. All right. We're going to keep on doing more with our time right here at the Amanda Seals Show. So keep it locked. That's it for Black Your News. Coming up next, you know what time it is. It's time for the Figgle, Figgle. Yeah, yeah. All right. Who's going to get the props for the dopeness and who's going to get the blows for the whackness? You got to stick around and find out next on the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seals Show. It's the Amanda Seals show. This is Jeremiah Like the Bible. And the person across from me is Amanda Seals. Yes, yes. Amanda, it is now time for your big up, let down. Let's get into it. We got to give some props to somebody for some dopeness. Today's big up, big up. goes to Houston's own Beyonce. Beyonce Giselle Knowles is going to donate $2 million Ooh. from the Renaissance Tour to students and small businesses. So she's gearing up for this world tour. I mean, listen, the tickets are out of this world. So she's definitely going to have that $2 million laying around. And she's going to donate it for students and entrepreneurs through her Bay Good Foundation. All right. She's going to disperse. 100,000 to 10 colleges and universities along its route through the through the Renaissance Scholarship Fund. And uh, I'm not sure how it's going to be distributed to the small businesses, but I just like that this is even in the works, okay? Mm-hmm. Because this is the reality. If we want to actually challenge the downfall that's happening in this country, it's going to have to happen in a multitude of ways. It's going to have to happen economically. It's going to have to happen violently. It's going to have to happen educationally. And it's going to have to happen civically, okay? So that means that we all have to be conscious of the ways in which we can be involved in that. And if you are somebody that got the money to do so and you can help create some more economic elevation, then I'm going to give you a big up, big up, big up. Big up. All right. Now, today's letdown. Our letdown goes to, oh man, this is a week. This is a crazy kind of scenario because it's kind of a big up and a letdown right, in the right, mix of right. it. So we talked about how the Lilo and Stitch live action uh, movie is a little show is being cast. Mm-hmm. Right. And there was an issue with the original casting of Lilo. Then there was also an issue with the casting of uh, David Cuenna. Okay. And the original cast member that was put in place for David Cuenna, people felt was too light skinned, like he didn't really represent right. a Hawaiian. authentic Hawaiian. And so there was a whole rumble rouse about that. And then he got dropped and he was replaced with Kaipo Dudoit. And people were like, hold on, did it work? But the letdown is that the reason he 
got replaced is because apparently they found like previous texts Mm -hmm. and he was using the N word and was being racist on social media. Now, I don't know how the casting people did not like do this reconnaissance before, but ultimately this is a whole whack situation all around for homeboy. There's a side note, big up that this guy got another job. This other guy got a job. So kudos to you. But unfortunately it came at the expense of somebody being racist and we never liked that. So that is a let down. Let down. Anything you'd like to add before we move on? Jeremiah, like the Bible. No, I love this big up let down now. Doing a good job, Amanda <laughs> Thank you, thank you. We appreciate y'all. And if you have anything to add, then give us a call, 1 855 Amanda 8. That's 1 262 We have more of the Amanda Seal Show next. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. This is Jeremiah, like the Bible, joined by Amanda Seals. We love that you guys listen to us every day. And you always call us to stay connected and give us your thoughts. So we'll take a call right now. Hey, what's up, Amanda? What's going on, Jeremiah? I like the Bible. Um, I love you guys' show. I listen to you at least three nights a week when I'm at my part-time overnight job. Um, I'm just calling to comment on the group chat question, does an apology equal um, accountability? And I think that it does uh, when there's nothing you can do to maybe rectify the situation. Um, For an example, uh, the last apology that meant something to me was my mom. She called me last year, and basically she just, uh, apologize for my upbringing, you know, as of now, she can't do anything about that. You know, I'm a grown adult. So I think, you know, her just acknowledging um, some of the things that went wrong uh, in our lifetime um, was enough for me, uh, uh, as opposed to like, I had apologized to my best friend whose uh, father passed last year, and she felt that no one was really there for her. So I took it upon myself to kind of, you know, I thought about the situation, and while I didn't agree, you know, I thought the best way to kind of rectify it was to apologize and to show her that I can be here, how I can be there for her now. I appreciate y'all. Thank you so much. Keep doing your thing. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. I really feel like, like, you know, I hear what he's saying and I think there's the the element of restorative justice, right? Mm -hmm. So like, I think it's dope that his mom was like, you know, I'm apologizing for your upbringing, but I wonder if then on the flip side of that, she's like, how can we, you know, a relationship now that's better. That's not so contentious guess, or yeah. neglectful, et cetera. Cause we don't know what the actual one twos of that situation was, but I know with parents, it get kind of crazy. So <laughs> I can only imagine. We would love to hear from you all. One eight, five, five, Amanda eight is an apology stand as accountability. We don't know what well, we do know. We want to, well, we know what we think, but we right, want to know right, what you right, think. One eight, five, five, Amanda eight. That's one eight, five, five, two, six, two, six, three, two, eight. When we get back, we got black news. We got to talk about Phil Jackson, mm-hmm. okay? The former Chicago Bulls and Lakers head show, head, I said head joke, <laughs> Freudian slip, head coach. He had some real sideways uh, things to say this weekend, but it turns out he's been saying sideways things. And you know what? Scotty Pippen has said something about it mm-hmm. and took the heat on it. And you know what? Scotty Pippen is having a high beat. Find a moment and you're going to listen to it when we get back right here to the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world all this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. 
yeah, like the bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was like yeah, a yeah, 90s bro. church run situation. <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> a 90s church run situation. Uh, it is April 24th, 2023. And let me just tell you, this year, uh, years ago, Nas topped the Billboard 200 chart with his third studio album, I Am. You can hate me now, dun, dun, dun. but I won't stop now, because I can't stop now. Dun, 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 dun. You can hate me now. Dun, 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 dun. And I remember that year because I was at City Purchase and uh, I actually liked that album, even so though people did not. So you're part of the reason it's topped the Billboard 200. Yes, I am, because that was back when we were buying CDs. Yeah, they ain't doing it no more. We were buying CDs. Um, just a side note, though, like, somebody was saying to me that when we were talking about the Don't Say Gay Bill in Florida, that they were like, the bill's actually not, not about, like, not saying gay. And it's like, well, that is part of it. I mean, right. the other part of the bill is that there's not allowed to be reproductive uh, sexual... Cl- there's not allowed... There's not allowed to be a conversation around homosexuality in classes regarding reproduction or sexuality. And so when we're teaching these things that exist in the world that we know exist that we know exist uh, they're not allowed as teachers to acknowledge that and then there are students who have parents who are gay Mm -hmm. and that is not allowed to be acknowledged either so just so y'all know like there are other elements to the bill, even though we did not talk about all of them. Yeah, yeah. So much more. So much more. And we've got so much more, like Black Eric News. Mm-hmm. So a Republican strategist urges ways to help the GOP win in 2024. And part of it is basically voter suppression, essentially. Oh, great. Cool, cool, cool. Spoiler yeah, spoiler. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, also, a former Chicago Bulls and L.A. Lakers head coach, Phil Jackson, has been talking sideways about the NBA and the whole Black Lives Matter slogans and mottos being featured in the games. Crazy. <laughs> I just, also, we're going to talk about that latest episode of Small Doses. Side effects of Living Out Loud, part two with T.S. Madison. I'm very excited to talk about it because the people are watching the mm-hmm. episode, loving the episode, and learning. Kind of like what they do with this show right here. Y'all, have you seen the trend? Like, everything I create, I'm really trying to, like, teach at the same time as make y'all laugh right. you know what it I'm saying knowledge. it's that edutainment type of vibe alright you can stay connected with us 24-7 on social media at Seal Set It follow us at Seal Set It also you can give us a call 1-855-AMANDA-8 that's 1-855-262-6328 and you can also check us out on the YouTubes at Seal Set It as well as on my YouTube Amanda Seals TV alright it's time to listen laugh and learn when we get back we get to talk about Phil Jackson yeah Phil Jackal. <laughs> it's the Amanda Seal Show. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah Like the Bible. I want to dive into Black Great News because I want us to have time to really talk about this. Yeah, let's talk about this. So, a top Republican legal strategist gave a presentation at the GOP donor retreat urging them to limit voting on college campuses, mm-hmm. same-day voter registration, and mail-in ballots in order for Republicans to have a chance at winning in 2024. So, one, limit voting on college campuses, same-day voter registration, and mail-in ballots. All of this is in order to, for the Republicans to win or have a chance at winning, I should say, in 2024. So just to get between the lines on this, what 
she's saying is these kids ain't gonna rock with us. Mm-mm. So we got to find a way to get Rim out the way. Right, right. That's what she's saying. And she's right. Okay? Like, the reason why the midterms did not go as disastrously as we thought they could with this red wave that they were thinking was going to happen, this tsunami, is because the folks on the campuses and the kids was like, we 18 and we've been paying attention. Right. We're going to the ballot. The young voters always turn out. The young voters are definitely turning out. We need the black voters to also turn out and to turn out for who they want to vote for. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't think people understand that when we say your vote matters, we don't just mean vote for Democrats. Right. We mean vote for the folks that you have vetted. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people are missing that caveat when we talk about voting. They think it's just like, oh, you want me to be a part of the system. Baby, you are a part of the system. You got a social security number. Yes. And I get so riled up and then people don't listen to me because they say you sound angry. And it's like, I'm just so passionate. And I just feel like folks are walking themselves to their death with this like glorified ignorance. Right. I'm not voting and I'm taking a stance. Against what? Uh, Against yourself. Also because you're not hurting them by not voting. They're not like, oh my God. We're not doing an election, y'all. He didn't vote. They are absolutely excited that Laquan <laughs> and Keisha and Amanda and Jeremiah have said, oh, yeah, we're good. Right. They're like, that's four people that we don't got to worry about. Mm-hmm. And they're going to tell their friends not to vote. And they're going to tell their friends not to vote. Like, this is by design. And we saw, like, saw it in, like, the um, election where Joe Biden beat um, Donald Trump, how, like, the margins, especially in places like Georgia, were yes. like, so small yes. for the wins to happen. Yes. Like, literally every vote, vote. mattered. And I think a lot of people are really just apathetic because they're fed up because they've seen the ways in which government has absolutely played out in ways that are like not responsive to the people voting. Right. Mm -hmm. Like we've seen how in Tennessee people have in record numbers said like we want there to be gun laws like we want this to happen and then the legislators like pay them no mind said, right no the the people that. came out the people voted in their different uh cities in in tennessee and said we want there to be police oversight committees and the legislation said ah gotcha mm-hmm. we're not going to do it and i'm not saying that that isn't frustrating but it right. doesn't mean that we just stop altogether it doesn't mean we just stop impeding or stop pressuring them it means we go harder mm-hmm. i have to tell myself Whenever Devon is beating my ass in tennis, okay, I start getting discouraged. And then I have to stop and say, do not get discouraged. Get determined. Okay, Serena. And I'm saying that I have to apply that to not only myself, but we as a people have to apply that. Yeah. If there if your vote didn't matter, they would not be having secret meetings to discuss how to suppress it. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't be redlining and gerrymandering in order to redefine it. They would not be doing so much to gut the Voting Rights Act that was put in place to uplift it. Can I just say, like, since I moved to California, like, this has been the easiest it's been for me to vote. Yes. Because I didn't realize, like, in Georgia, you have to go to a polling place. But here, no, like, no. you go anywhere and vote. But listen, in only certain parts of Georgia, in the white parts of Georgia, it's actually very easy to vote. Really? Yes, because... Not trying to mm-hmm. hold the black folk back. Listen, this is the state in Georgia where the guy... Uh, what's your man in Georgia? Not uh, Abbott. Brian, uh, what's Brian his name? Kent. Brian Kemp. 
he passed a law that you can't bring water to people standing right. online. Yeah. Like, you know, they're, they're, they know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. They know what they're doing, but y'all, y'all got to know what you're doing. So make sure that you start looking at these candidates in a real way. Some of them are wolves in sheep clothing. They're dressing up like Democrats, talking all the Democrats talk. But if you look at their record, you're like, hold up. Then they get you. You was over there in pictures with Trump. You're not a Democrat. Like you're not really meaning what you really mean. And so you got to make sure that you're not voting for someone who's really just trying to, uh, like, you know, get you. Right. And then switch sides when they get in. Okay. They They've been doing that. Look at Manchin, look at cinema. And there's other people. Uh, what's her name? Not Nikki Haley, but this other chick, I think she's Indian. Uh, anyways, that's my rant on voting today. I will have several more and we will continue to encourage y'all to know that your vote is power. And so is many other things that you need to do. Okay. Coming up, y'all, we're going to talk about <laughs> Phil Jackson next. That was a terrible segue. But Phil Jackson up next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, y'all, this is the Amanda Seal Show. It is uh, your favorite NBA All-Star team alum, Amanda Seal. <laughs> I still need proof of this, Amanda, because you already um, say this. I got the jersey right here. Y'all, she put out a jersey. <laughs> Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't play with me. Uh, and I'm here with Jeremiah, like the Bible. And we got to talk about this Phil Jackson situation. We do. So Phil Jackson was on a podcast with Rick Rubin, and he had this to say about the current state of the NBA post-2020. Did a bubble down in Orlando, mm -hmm. and all the teams that could qualify mm -hmm. went down there and mm -hmm. stayed down there. Mm -hmm. No audience. And they had things on their back like, you know, justice and... Uh, you know, Justice just went to the basket and uh, equal opportunity just knocked him down. So I, I, I couldn't watch that. They even had slogans on the floor. It was trying to cater to an audience or trying to bring a certain audience into play. And it, they didn't know it was turning other people off, you know? Mm -hmm. people, people want to see sports as non-political. People want to see sports as non-political. That's what Phil Jackson said. Mm -hmm. uh, let's, let's also remember... That sports right now are a part of a whole political conversation where they are looking to pass a bill to not allow trans youth to participate in sports. Right. That is correct. So how is sports non-political? Let's also remember that this is a country that segregated sports. Mm -hmm. So when have sports been non-political? This is a country where because Colin Kaepernick kneeled mm -hmm. during the national anthem, which he has every right to do. He was released and blackballed. So is that Colin Kaepernick being not being too political or is that sports being political? And also for what it's worth, and you have a league that's made up of majority black people. Well, this is an obvious. Whose yes. existence is political. It's yes. kind of like it kind of comes to territory. The fact that people in this country continue to try to stop black folks from talking about our existence wherever mm. we're at is always bonkers to me. Also, they be dragging it because you would think like LeBron James is on a, a three-point line singing, we shall overcome. Oh it's like, that's not what's happening. Like the half stuff they're doing is actually impeding upon the actual gameplay. It's not. And also we were in the world at the time. Right. And there's all this happening. Phil Jackson, just say what you mean to say, which is I don't care about black lives mattering. Mm -hmm. Stop putting it in my face mm -hmm. and making me have to think about it when I don't care about it. You know, Scotty Pippen has said that he was on this type of time. He did say that. And folks felt some type of way. Let's play what Scotty Pippen has said. But if you talk to Phil about this. 
Because you, by saying a racial move, then you're you're calling Phil a racist. I don't got a problem with that. <laughs> Do you think Phil Listen, was but- or is? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, you, you're the last to know. Right. This is the thing. This idea, like, did you hear the, the pause and the trepidation in the interviewer's voice when he was like, by saying he made a racial move, it's, it's like you're saying Phil Jackson is racist. And Scotty's like, well, yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Because it's, it's like it's more of a problem that someone's being called racist and the fact that they're doing racial things. Mm-hmm. Let's run down some of the things that Phil Jackson has said in the media Forget Scottie Pippen's experience because we weren't there. Mm-hmm. Let's draw our own conclusions. Okay. So 1999, Phil Jackson said they have limitations on their attention span. A lot probably due to too much rap music going into their ears. Stop raising! 2005, getting out of prison and grab and getting out of prison garb and thuggery aspect of basketball that has come along with hip hop music. Also, he referred to LeBron's posse. Did you hear about that? I didn't. Let's talk about it. So LeBron was in Cleveland and the team did not spend the night, did not usually spend the night in in uh, cities where they were playing. But right, LeBron right. wanted the team to spend the night because he was in Cleveland. And Phil Jackson said in an interview that, you know, because LeBron and his mom and his posse want to spend the night in Cleveland doesn't mean that the coach should fold to that. And him and Maverick Carter were both like, why are you referring to our business <laughs> as a posse? Right. right. Stop Keep going. Well, then also he just said what he said about, you know, the Black Lives Matter situation and the fact that he didn't want those imagery or those images to be present in a time, like you said, where we were at the height of that movement. This is also just indicative, once again, of a white man thinking that he even has the uh, the space or the what's the word I'm looking for? The right Mm -hmm. to tell black people how they should deal with their own experience. And the conversation that he's talking about when it was related to like black lives matter, like that wasn't just even a black thing. Like, even though it is of course, black lives that matter, that was a global movement. Like equality, justice, you know, those are pretty universal things. Black folks (laughs) get to determine the spaces where we are not political, not the other way around. I mean, I think that's a period right there as the city girls would say. (laughs) Period. That's it for Black Hero News. Coming up, we're going to talk about the latest edition of Small Doses Podcast, Living Out Loud Part 2 with T.S. Madison. We're going to get into some abandonment issues conversation. <laughs> Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. This is Jeremiah Like the Bible, and I'm with your favorite common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. And if you didn't know, Amanda Seals has this other podcast called Small Doses. Yeah. And this week's uh, guest was T.S. Madison. She joined you for part two of Side Effects of Living Out Loud. And I am heard you guys talked about some abandonment issues on this episode. Well, you know, we always end up getting into like a little counseling session right. on It should be Side doses. Effects of Therapy, part five, six, seven, eight, <laughs> nine, ten at this point. But T.S. had started talking about how she's really been having trouble with just getting over a narcissist mm-hmm. and uh, just the ways in which that has shown up that she didn't expect and how she just has been catching herself as like getting caught up in these relationships over and over and over again. I said, well, that sounds like a result of abandonment issues. And that often forms either a narcissist or a codependent. And I was like, you know, this is the way codependency shows up. And and you start serving. You start serving. This is how this person's not going to leave. 
How can I be a resource to you? How can I, what do you need? How can I, so then you become a people pleaser and you're like, but I'm not a people pleaser. I say no all the time. It's like, yeah, but you're stretching, like you're thinking all the time about how to show them the best way for this person. Like you're thinking about their success. <laughs> like you're thinking about like, how can they win? You think about how they can win on your time. So you start doing these things that are really attached to the fact that when you were young, you were let, you were left and you don't ever want to feel that way again. And so you're reacting in ways that at one point protected you, but are no longer helpful to you. They're detrimental to you because it's attaching you to people that are actually going to harm you again. Mm. That's the word. It's like you've been in therapy. It is like I've been to therapy. That's actually been the most interesting part is people watching these videos and being like, Amanda really has been to to therapy. But so many people were really responsive to this clip. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't even realize that. But like someone had posted it and said, watch Amanda Seals gathering gathering me together about my abandonment issues. And then when I put it up on my own page, um, Amanda Seals on my Instagram, people were just like, wow, like this is reading me. This is reading me. And I think so many of us, we don't realize that even in our living out loud, we can still have parts of us that are still struggling. Right. We're always a work in progress. None of us are. Somebody said, actually it was Yanla Vincent. She said, when the work is done, you did. <laughs> like basically, <laughs> that's how you know it's, you're done. You're done. Like the work is always going to be there. You may have harder work at different phases in your life mm-hmm. than others. Or and it's I easier think- to cope with the work because you have the tools. So that's the other part, right? Like I went through a really traumatic experience earlier this year and I was kind of shook by how I was not shook. Like Mm -hmm. I was like, why aren't I like more rattled by this? And my therapist was like, because you've been in therapy so long that you actually know how to handle it without it like causing a whole dysfunction to you. And I was like, what? Therapy bills coming coming together. It's it was really actually great. And uh, this this episode is is full of a whole bunch of moments so if you have not listened to side effects of living out loud part two with t.s madison make sure you go and check it out small doses podcast wherever you get your podcast we are a member of the urban one podcast network and just love getting to not only get y'all the audio wherever you get your podcast but the video you can check out on youtube at amanda seals tv i think right now we're at like 10,000 views, you know, we're, we're moving on up. And that's just part two. That's just part two. All right. So keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seals show. We got more for you. Uh, we're going to go straight to the phone lines. Yep, search to the phone lines. I'm going to go straight to the phone lines. Why am I talking? I'm talking like how I talk to the dog. That's how I be talking to Jordy. Jordy, are we going to go to the park? We're going to go to the park, Jordy. You're excited for the phone call. We, I, I am excited. I am. Let's get back right here to the Amanda Seals show. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, y'all, this is the Amanda Seals Show, and this is Jeremiah Like the Bible with Amanda Seals. We love your reaction and participation in all of our topics. Join the conversation or say what's up by calling us at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Let's go play a card right now. Hey, Amanda. I was just calling to tell you how amazing you are. I think that you are a visionary. I think that your words are prolific. I love the chemistry between you and Jeremiah, like the Bible. (laughs) And um, (laughs) I got my tickets to Smart, Funny, and Black. I have been following you since Insecure. And I'm actually taking my mom to Smart, Funny, and Black. So we'll see how she likes it. We're two generations apart. 
Love you, love you, love you. Thank you so much oh, for everything man. you do. Bye. We love you back. Thank you. That's Never. so beautiful. We lo- I love when like multiple generations becoming a Smart, Funny, and Black. Remember, you can get your tickets to Smart, Funny, and Black live in Los Angeles at the Novo May 18th at amandaseals.com. It's going to be amazing. It is a perfect Mother's Day gift. It is. It really is. Like, bring your mom, bring your BM, bring your sister who has kids. Like, bring- Not the BM. The BM can come too. The BM can come too. But make sure you pay that child support first, though. <laughs> this is not a of the payment. This right. Month. This is not, don't trick somebody and then have them served at Smart Funny and Black. We don't want that kind of drama. We Could don't you want imagine getting served by Amanda Seals? No. <laughs> Y'all, it's going to be Wayne Brady versus Jaleel White. So we are going to see somebody get served because mm-hmm. those are two folks that do not play. They are very competitive. So get your tickets at AmandaSeals.com. Also, just while we're at it, shout out to everybody who's been subscribing to our YouTube and Seals TV and like enjoying all the content we got going up there. We're actually going to post the full Smart, Funny, and Black Atlanta show that went down last year with DeBrat versus T.S. Madison. Oh. I know folks have been wondering like, what is this show? What is this show? So y'all get to watch that. But also shout out to everybody who's been subscribing to my Patreon, The Amandaverse. They've been, they've been, they've been doing it. They've been doing it. Giving we $5. we are at our highest subscribership right now that we've ever had. And I mean, that says to me, one, that y'all really enjoy the content. And two, that y'all are getting steady jobs. And we love that for y'all. Or it's just tax season, you know. Well, there's that too. They was claiming them kids. <laughs> keep it locked. I keep it locked right here to the Advantage Steel Show. We got 60 second headlines and politicians say the darndest things when we get back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this up. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Jeremiah like the Bible and it is Taurus season mm. all the bulls who don't put up with no bullshit that's what's happening I don't know how I feel about that you don't like the Taurus eyes I dated a Taurus once that's and it was I'm, a whole situation that's all I'm gonna say about it well Kansas and Tauruses get along notoriously well mm. I have a lot of Tauruses in my life uh, and our our producer Supreme his mom is a Taurus oh yeah I Your mean our engineer our engineer Supreme his mom is a Taurus my mom is a Taurus uh, Pusha T is a Taurus. I'm trying to think of the Tauruses in my life. I got quite a few that I consider to be like good folks. Jeremiah, you're a Gemini, so I don't know how the, the, the pot calling the kettle Our shady. Our season is coming. When the it comes. pot calling the kettle shady. Ugh, don't dance like that. Stop. <laughs> oh my God! I wish y'all could see the shoulders. It's offensive. <laughs> It's offensive. But you know who else is a Taurus? Who? Barbara Streisand. Oh, shout out to Barbara. Yes, Babs. Also Cedric the Entertainer. Yes, we also have uh, Derek Luke. Okay, Antoine Fisher. And Kelly Clarkson. Cynthia Bengal. Well, now she was singing the black songs on her show. I heard. I saw her sing uh, 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 Pick Up Your Feelings. Oh, yeah. She also (laughs) sang your favorite song. My boo. She did sing my boo. That is my favorite song. And she sang it very well. I'm always surprised, like, whenever I see Kelly Clarkson singing well, and then I'm like, why are you surprised? Kelly Clarkson can she's always been, she's always been able to blow. Mm-hmm. The first American Idol. <laughs> was she the first? Mm-hmm. It was her and Justin Guarini, right? Yeah. Oh wow. And then the next one was Ruben. Ruben and Fantasia. I'm sorry. 
Well, it's 2023 and we got Black Earth News for you. So what do we got going on? Coming up, our new favorite segment. Politicians say the darndest things. Don't they? Yes. Also, we got some 60 second headlines. Plus, your big up let down. It's all coming up right here on the Amanda Seal Show. So don't go anywhere. Remember, if you miss any of the show and you've missed a lot of the show because we've been talking about a lot of dope things all all day, uh, you can check out our daily podcast available everywhere you get your podcast. Just search the Amanda Seal Show. It's time to listen, last and learn. Don't go anywhere. What's good, y'all? It's the Amanda Seal Show. Hey, hey, hey. Happy Monday. Monday. I'm Amanda Seals, and I'm chilling here with Jeremiah Like the Bible. And it is time for Politicians Say the Darndest Things. Yeah, don't they? Today, Amanda, we have none other than Dennis Powers, who hmm. is 69 years old, and he is currently a representative. In Tennessee. And he had this to say about the ice age. Climate change is just a way of risk redistribution of wealth. There is no climate change. We're always going to have climate change because the ice age never came. And also the heat age, heating age or global warming never came, which is why they changed it to climate change. And you can sit there and argue all, the, all you want to about that, but we all know the truth. Thank you, Representative, for making the case why we need to fund more money into our education, into our public schools, so we can educate our students and they don't grow up with these conspiracy theories. That is Representative Jones in Tennessee responding. Yeah. He said, this is why we need the education. Sir, this man sat up there and said... There never was an ice age and there never was a heat age. That's why they're calling it global warming. We know the truth. Mm-hmm. People just be saying things are the truth because they said it. Which well, doesn't make any sense. It's just like... Well, there was an ice age. Right, that's I'm like, there's no logic behind it. It's like, you're just saying stuff. But there, there was an ice age. And he's like, this is the heat age. No. no this is global warming and there's scientific proof. Mm-hmm. And you're living it. Yeah. There's an excessive amount of flooding. There's excessive amount of tornadoes. There is extreme weather. Yeah. And he tried to say in this that this global warming climate change thing is like a political tool. Wealth distribution. What? I don't know how to even correlate. I'm like, I, I was really trying to figure out how does that correlate to wealth distribution? What it really correlates to is environmental racism. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, when we have all this extreme weather, it's going to be the black and brown folks and the folks at the bottom of the economic totem pole that are going to feel the wrath of it, the well, more than you anybody know, else. Down in Florida, like you know, like on the beach area, like in Miami, yeah, where that was like the most uh, prominent or wealthy areas. Yes. Now they're trying to move inland where the yep. black folks at because it's a higher, um, it's higher land. land. Yeah. So that prime real estate is getting eaten up by the coastline. Literally, mm-hmm. I remember being in school in Orlando and like learning at like the age of seven that our limestone shelf is diminishing. This is going to be underwater at some point. And we see what's going on in Fort Lauderdale mm-hmm. with all the flooding. So that was an actual lawmaker who said that. Writing bills. We do this segment to always remind you that it does not take intellect to make laws. It Ooh. just take money and popularity. So if you have common sense and you can get some money behind you, I'm sure that we can help you on the popularity front. Also, getting into office. When you hear stuff like this, just think to myself. Maybe I should read a book after this. Maybe I, as an mm-hmm. individual, should educate myself more so I don't sound like this. Yep. 
And I just feel like there's a lot of people who think their vote doesn't matter. This is who is changing your life. And they were voted in and get to decide on how your life is being lived. All right. This is the Amanda Seal Show. What do we got coming up next? Coming up next, we got some stories that we can get to, but we're going to put them all in 60 seconds with 60 second headlines. That's coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. And you know what? There's a lot of news that be happening on a daily basis, but we just don't be having time to get into it. So we hit y'all with 60 second headlines. Jeremiah, let's run it down. All right. First story, L.A. Clippers star Kawhi Leonard's sister, Kamisha Williams, was convicted and sentenced to life in prison without parole for first degree murder robbery and elderly abuse back in February for the, her role in the murder of an older woman. Damn, I wish her brother could have just cut her a check. Now he's putting money in her commissary. Speaking of money, court documents obtained by All Hip Hop show that a writ of execution was submitted against Tasha Kay mm. for Cardi B to collect a $4 million judgment awarded mm. to her in a defamation lawsuit. Mm. This is a definition, y'all, of a costly mistake turning into an economic error. All right, next one. Miles Cosgrove, the Louisville police officer who delivered the bullet that killed Breonna Taylor in March 2020, uh, has been hired by the Carroll County Sheriff's Office. Well, considering policing is more about protecting white people and harming black people, I can see why his resume would float to the top at any department. I know that's right. All right, last one. Sources say that the fired GMA anchors Amy Robach and TJ Holmes have been trying to get a new gig, but have been rejected by many networks and most recently were rejected by Dancing with the Stars. Love is Blind DC is looking for people if they still looking for love. At a certain point in every horror story, we all know the next move is to split up. Okay, that's been 60 Second Headlines. You know when DMX comes in with his stop, it's just we, we've done what we can. We've done what we can. All right, that's it for 60 Second Headlines, y'all. When we get back, we have the big up let down. This is The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. What a day, what a day. This is The Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals and Jeremiah Like the Bible. It's been a great Monday. It has. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Monday, everybody. I mean, you know, we got to try and find the silver lining while we can. Again, I cannot stress enough to you all. We do not have the luxury of um, blissful ignorance anymore. Nope. I know sometimes people may be thinking like, damn, on the Amanda Seals show, like she's just be talking about so much like politics and race, etc. I'm not trying to hit you in the head. I'm just trying to keep you abreast because... If I don't, I feel like it's not going to hit you in the head. It's going to stab you in the back. And I want you to see it coming. Not like a screen movie. Yeah. Yeah. The call because the call's coming from inside the house. So I, I really, with this show, think every day, how can we keep people informed? How can we also have them laugh along the way? How can we deliver information in a way that's different than how they're going to get it anywhere else? And how can we make sure that we're considered, tr- that we are getting people to trust us, you know, because... You got a lot of people out here that are spreading false information and maybe not even intentionally, but like, like I saw a post that someone made about this whole like uh, interest rate, uh, the way that the interest rates are now being shifted along with the loans. And, you know, if you're looking at the wrong sources, they're going to spin stories a certain way. Because that's the way that the news is these days, right? Like, you look at the wrong right-wing sites, they're going to spin stories a certain way, and now you out here spitting it and not realizing that, like, you getting you getting played. That's why in school they teach you to cite your sources and verify them and that bibliography. 
It's really important. So, you know, later this week, we're going to break down this whole actual reality around the way the loans are and the interest rates are being shifted with loans. But but in this story, let me just tell you very quickly, it is not a Biden law. So let's start there. It has nothing to do with his administration. I mean, it's just happening during, during his, administration. his administration. And two, if you have an FHA loan where you are able to provide a 10% down payment, this does not affect you. Okay. Okay? This does not affect you. It affects the people who have a very difficult time getting a down payment, which is, by the way, mostly black and brown people. You're right. You're right on that. You're right on that. But we're going to go into a deeper, and I just really want y'all to understand that, like, you may love folks because they were in your favorite TV show or because they are a celebrity or because they are a great singer, et cetera, et cetera. And they may have the best of intentions, but always make sure that you listen and then do your own research. That part. That's all I'm saying. And you can do that for me, too. Don't just trust us because we said it. No. Just let us at least be the gateway into you saying, you know what? Let me use my curiosity to become an informed uh, citizen. Mm -hmm. All right. So we talked about a lot of stuff today. We talked about how uh, the grandson of the man who shot 16-year-old Ralph Yarl said his grandpa racist. We already knew that. Right. Uh, we also talked about um, <laughs> judge ordered the arrest of Antonio Brown over unpaid child support. So we had a conversation around child support. We also talked about how Fox News be lying and that's why these old folks be like so paranoid out here with their guns. We also talked about Lizzo. She got the big up. So you may want to stick around and find out, you know, why she got the big up. And we also talked about Phil Jackson talking sideways, actually just being racist. There's so many racists out here. It's just crazy how many times we have to say, so we talked about all that. So make sure if you missed any of the show and you want to catch up, go to wherever you get your podcasts and check out the Amanda Seals show. What do we got coming up tomorrow, Jeremiah? Coming up on tomorrow's show, we got some black career news, the big up let down and a student who confront a teacher and a teacher can defend themselves. And they're getting charged. You heard that right. Also, plus because well, it's a child. Yeah, yeah. We've well, we had thoughts on this, though. We've had a lot of Of thoughts. course, I get it. I get it. Yes. Plus, Tyrese, a wealthy man, is asking... A wealthy man. Tyrese, a wealthy man. A man with wealth. <laughs> is asking civil rights leaders to help him in court for child support. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm, that's the, the leaders. The leaders. Come on through. Maybe he'll call genuine and tank. You know, his Maybe he should call his co-stars on Fast and Furious <laughs> 11 or whatever. <laughs> Plus, we got another edition. The politicians say the darndest things. All that and more on Tuesday's Amanda Seals Show. Don't go. Well, actually, you should you should go because we're going. Sure all right. But you know what? If you still want more Amanda Seals in your life, you know what you should do? Go to Amanda Seals TV on YouTube and check out the latest episode of Small Doses podcast mm -hmm. or go to wherever you get your podcast and listen to the latest episode of small Dose podcast mm -hmm. i mean there's just so much content all right remember we are each other's business when we look out for each other we lift each other up have a good day we all be safe the amanda seal show we up we up we up oh guess who this is it's the amanda seal show listen <laughs> laugh and learn some of them are wolves in sheep clothing they're dressing up like democrats talking all the Democrats talk, but if you look at their records, you're like, hold up. And they get you. You was over there in pictures with Trump. You're not a Democrat. Coming up Tuesday, we're going to have all your black your news, the big up let down, and the student confronted a teacher and the teacher defended herself and she got charged. Was she right? Was she wrong? We got to hear from y'all. Plus, Tyrese, a wealthy man, is asking civil rights leaders to help him in court over child support. Plus, another edition of Politicians, Politicians Say the, the Darndest, darndest things. things. All that is coming up Tuesday on the Amanda Seals Show.